In this episode, we struggle to find three ounces of things to say about seven pounds. everyone and welcome to the flop house the podcast where we watch a bad movie and then chat about it a little bit i'm dan mccoy i'm Stuart wellington and i'm elliot kalen oh Stuart, why so glum chum i don't know uh we just watched uh seven pounds dan hmm that sounds like seven pounds of fun it was it, it weighed heavily on my soul yeah. how, how much weight seven pounds <laughs> sounds about right yeah did we ever find out why this movie was called Seven Pounds? If they ever explained it, we were talking and didn't notice. We, I think we were, I think we were trying to play the theme song to some television show using only fart noises <laughs> from our mouth. That's possible. We were also uh, living that the episode of the Batman TV show. We, we wish could, we could write with the villain Seven Pounds. Yeah, uh, we did that a lot. The okay, Seven Pounds so, obsessed villain. So we watched the movie Seven Pounds. Who starred in this movie, Dan? Uh, one William Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Willie style. Uh huh. Yeah. One Rosario Dawson. Brosario Awesome. And uh, uh, Woody. Wood e. Son Harold of Harold. <laughs> Woods. Woods. Son of Harold was also in it briefly. Uh-huh. And uh, what? Well, Barry Pepper is that his name? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, Peppered Barry. Yeah. So we we have the, we have the cast. We have the name. Paint <laughs> us a picture, Dan. What? Like, give us a little background on this feature. Okay. Well, basically. <laughs> Basically. As if he wrote it, you know. Yeah. Pitch, pitch it to the listener. Okay, my pitch is you're going to watch uh, one hour of Will Smith going around doing things that seem completely inexplicable and disconnected. And then I right, like it. right at the midpoint, you're going to have a pretty good idea of what might be going on. But you're going to expect something different. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to go on for another hour, and then you're going to get confirmed in what you thought was happening. Tell there's, me. There's like a love story, though, right? Yes. Yeah, can we get a romance into this? Will Smith and Rosario Dawson will uh, fall in uh, semi-chaste love. Is there any way we can get, like, an antique printing press involved? I don't know. It seems like it wouldn't have anything to do with the story at all. Well, what if Rosario Dawson was, like, a printer or engraver? She has a garage full of antique printing presses. I have no idea why that would be part of it. And, like, Will Smith, to prove his love, fixes one of them. I guess if you really needed it. And how can we get, like, a jellyfish involved? I think, you're just, we, I think you're just throwing out random things now. Random things that were in the film Seven Pounds. Can we get a scene where one of the main characters runs through the rain and like either like howls at an uncaring god or like calls all the people who hate him cowards or something yeah. like that? Yeah, can we get a scene where the hero of the movie calls a blind man on the phone <laughs> and harasses him and calls him a coward and a virgin? Uh, Sure. I mean, if only to see Will Smith do that. <laughs> so was it? If we've ever wanted to see Will Smith act like a real dick to a blind guy, this is your movie. What? Within the first few minutes of the film, didn't mm-hmm. turn who, it off after that. Who else? What else did this director make, Dan? He made The Pursuit of Happiness, also with uh, Mr. William Smith. Is that the movie? Hey, with, hey, uh, where hey, guys! Hey, hey, hey! The- get this! Hey, hey! This movie was more like the pursuit of crappiness. Oh, oh, R O C K in the shit. USA. R O C K in the USA. Oh, man. Uh, oh. I don't know where we 
we go. She's Ooh. got Betty Davis. <laughs> so can we explain what this? Should we reveal this? Should we spoil the plot of the film? Yeah, for please. those viewers at yeah, home, it's pretty simple. This is a movie that it won't take wait, that long. Wait, wait, he's not a ghost though, right? No, we all thought he might be a ghost or an angel. The way the movie's set up, it's like very uh, mysterious. There, he must have some bizarre secret that we need to figure out. Why is he helping these people or hurting people or like feeling guilty? Right. No, nope. Spanish. He does speak. That's not a superpower. <laughs> Millions of people do it. I don't know. I can't do that. Well, okay, it's a superpower to you. Uh, he went but, to MIT. He went to MIT. You get these very brief, mysterious flashbacks. He was married at some point. He was in the aerospace industry, but now he says he works for the Treasury Department. Huh? What? A car skidding on the road? What happened? Maybe he came back from the dead. Maybe he had a visitation from an angel. He's like the crow. Because mm-hmm. certainly it couldn't Eric be... Eric Draven, the crow. It yeah, could, it couldn't he's be... like the crow. He got shot halfway through filming. It had to be yeah, something... And they made him out of CGI. It had to be something like that, because certainly it can't be as simple as he caused a car crash that killed some people and now feels guilty and wants to save people's lives in return. No, you can't make a whole movie out of no, that. No, that's too simple. That's too simple. How about this? How about if we do the movie, though, and because it's such a simple plot with no twists, we just don't tell anyone what's going on for, like, the first three quarters of the film? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Why, why doesn't the lead character just do a bunch of mysterious stuff? Yeah, and he loves a jellyfish for some reason. Yeah, good stuff, though. Yeah. Well, except like for mysterious... being a dick to a blind guy. Well, he's, like, mean to people sometimes, but it's not like he's, like, mean, mean. It's not like he, like steals money from people. No, he's testing like, people through verbal hostility. Yeah, that's the thing. And then also, I like, I, like... I don't consider that to be that But nice. then, like, he'll I mean, also, like... don't hurt Dan. He'll, I have to say, though... He'll, he'll drop by his friend while his friend's playing golf and say something like, it's time soon. You know? Yeah. And his friend falls down on his knees and he's like, no! <laughs> yeah, Dan, what were you gonna say? Well, I just don't know about his way of method of testing people. Because, for instance, I think I'm not a bad guy. However, You're if wrong. Some, if some, by, by his method reasoning. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. If someone was verbally abusive to me on the phone, if I was blind and someone started uh, saying, Hey, blindy, what color's the ocean? And they're like, Oh, you're a coward. I bet you're a virgin blind guy. I'd be like, Fuck you, guy. See, he, and, the way- uh, he probably did it with a fat girl. I mean, he's, <laughs> it's not like he's like ugly or anything. He's Woody Harrelson. He's like, a movie star. Like, Will Smith is like, uh, Before I donate you my eyeballs. I should I have know, to make sure that you're not going to get mad at me over the phone. Well, his his way of testing what's in people's souls is the same as the TV show Boiling Point, <laughs> where you, you pretend to be irritating and see how long someone will hold out. Well, and it's all uh, it's similar to like like the opposite of the movie Body Parts. Where... It's similar to the opposite, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the movie Body. You know, you know the alternate, the bizarro or... world version of the movie Body <laughs> yeah, Parts. Exactly. You seen, know that so. photo negative version of uh, Basket Case, where the brothers are good friends and neither one of them is. Yeah. The antimatter no, version I'm, I'm of the imagine, DVD. Imagine instead of you a You know movie. that version of A League of Their Own where it's guys instead of girls? <laughs> this is a, okay, Elliot. You know that Ghostbusters one where the ghosts bust people? <laughs> That's what happens in Soviet Russia. <laughs> According to Yek, that'd be great if Yakov Smirnov was trying to get make a lot of Ghostbusters-based jokes because the movie was very yep. big. In yep. Russia, the ghost bust you. Yep. Anyway, you were saying, the line waits for you. <laughs> um, no, what I was going to say is in the movie Body Parts, where Jeff Fahey, uh, man, he gets fucked up in a car accident, and then uh, he gets a serial killer's donated 
like body part. Sure, obviously. We're, we're familiar with the plot. Yeah, okay. or, or, or see the advert song, so Gary like, Gilmore's Eyes. Yeah, so like, what what is 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 Will Smith's character really concerned that he's going to give his eyes to somebody who's then just going to like fuck him up? Who's going like, to waste him? Yeah, or somebody like, who's going to look at porn. like man. Now that I got my eyeballs, I'm going to play Internet Scrabble all day. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, it's the same. Like when George, Jerry Orbach died, he also donated he's his look eyes. At a bunch of ugly stuff. And I like to imagine. <laughs> I like to imagine Jerry Orbach also tested people in this way when he knew he was dead. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to name some artists. You tell me if you like their work. Peter Max. Meh. Okay, this is good. David Hockney. Meh. Leroy Neiman. Yeah. Forget it. Hang up. <laughs> Scratch his name off the list. He's not getting it. He's not getting my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I was going to commit suicide with jellyfish. I'd oh, be... we haven't talked about that yet. Oh, yeah. If I was going to do something that I didn't just say. Well, we can talk about I'd it. It be really, like, I'd really want to know what people are going to do with my body parts. Well, Will Smith. Especially your schlong. Yeah, exactly. They like, usually don't. Donate. They just use pieces of that for yeah. extensions sometimes. No, no. They, should, they should dry it out and use it as a dog treat, it's, like a bully stick. It's in Stuart's <laughs> will. Why would you do that? Stuart's that's will specifies when, that's, that. they, that's how they make those dog treats. Yeah, but not out, of hu- not out of human penises. Well. That's horrifying. <laughs> that's really horrifying. That's that's what, what, did I want my dog that's to what eat what my, dried, dog to do. my dried phallus? That's Rusty. terrible. Your poor three legged dog. He'd probably eat it though. Yeah, well, you did. it's because your dog is crazy. I think. Well, I think it's because he's a carnivore. Yeah, unlike, he's unlike an unlike animal. The great unlike the dog movie. in the movie, who Rosario Dawson is clearly forcing to be a vegetarian. That reminds me of when I saw the Incredible Shrinking Man. Fan mail. I was like, or hate mail. I guess it would be <laughs> angry fan. I like your show so much. <laughs> After I saw the Incredible Shrinking Man, man, it genuinely made me sad to think about like. Oh, you know what? If I shrank down, my cat would eat me without a second thought. <laughs> yeah. No matter how much I love my cat. I think your cat would eat you now if you, without a second thought. I... I'll tell you what, Dan. We'll test it. I'll kill you. Okay. We won't tell anyone the body's here. We'll all see right. what the cat does. Okay. I don't see I'll any say, I'll, your, your, wife, your wife is going to win an all-expenses-paid vacation for a week so that, oh, great. so that she doesn't great. bury you. You should donate your shit to other people, like your eyeballs, yeah, your and your liver, your intestine. <laughs> Your your fingernails, <laughs> your glasses. Did you say <laughs> my DVD copy of the Monster Squad? You should yeah. donate that to me when you die. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, with anyway, the jellyfish. He's obsessed with jellyfish. He has it's a, the most deadly fish in the. Ocean. <laughs> he has a tank in his room. He says the most deadly animal in the world. I think that's probably true. I don't know. Uh, what about a what about a samurai? That's mm. not an animal. That's a type of <laughs> uh, person. humans are animals. <laughs> yeah, right. It's right. True. Stuart's All right, right, you got me there. You, there. you got me, go me there. I'd rather go up against a jellyfish than a samurai. <laughs> Let me get out my biology textbook. <laughs> than a samurai, Boom. which is... Boom. All right. Uh, I'm surprised that they never did a kid's cartoon called Shamurai, where it's uh, Shamu the Whale as a samurai. They probably couldn't afford the rights. <laughs> That's or, a good point. Or Shamu the Whale just drinking rye. Yeah, oh, he like is a, a drunk. Real drunk. But anyway, he has a he has a jellyfish in his ta- in a fish tank in his motel room because Will Smith has given his house away to a Mexican American woman who has an abusive boyfriend, uh, so she can escape. Uh, instead of calling the cops, uh, yeah, it seems like a simpler solution and one that would ultimately get him off the streets. Let's say, yeah, get this abusive boyfriend off the streets. But okay, really help more people. So he's got a jellyfish. He, he, like he's, you do, you he's, just you procure one. He's obsessed with it because it's the deadly, it's the deadliest animal in the world. Sure. His dad told him that, and he probably had to go through a black market jellyfish dealer. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> and then his down. his plan is yeah. 
And why well, should we just give away the ending of the movie? Yeah, please, why not? Sir. Please do. He okay. Fills his bathtub with ice. Sure. Then he gets in it, and it's very cold, so he takes his time. After, like everything in this movie, it takes its time. <laughs> and then he tips over his bucket with a jellyfish in it. The jellyfish, of course, being, as you said, a rapacious predator, uh, clamps onto his it's arm immediately <laughs> and kills him, and his organs go to the people he's deemed worthy of it. But this that's the thing, Dan, you just put your finger on the, on the pulse of this one. This movie could be, what, you think a tenth of the length? Well, yeah, I mean, the listener at home, uh, play a little game. Uh, it's a movie about... <laughs> A guy who accidentally kills some people in a car crash, sure. then decides to kill himself. His, he was looking at his BlackBerry, Dan. I think he yeah, it's a real message. To More people. like a crackberry. He was addicted to that thing. Yeah, but so he snackberry. <laughs> More like That's... a lackberry because there's no berries in that thing. Yeah, but he wants to make it up to the world, so he's going to kill himself and donate. More like a Zachberry because if they made Save the Bell now, Zach Morris would have one of those mm-hmm. instead of one of those big phones. Yeah, that's what he would call. He used to call the pizzeria to deliver pizzas to Mister Building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know when he stops time, or call his teachers to I pretend to be sick. That. Wait, all how, right. How, how, when he'd stop time, I was in the middle of the, something. He'd call a pizzeria. No, he wouldn't stop. He couldn't do anything when time was stopped. That he was his. Talk to the audience. That was his subjective because exp- he was insane. He was insane and thought he was being watched at all points. So this he is would not stop the time and, by the bell cast. Okay, so what, I wish you it was. About Saved by I the wish bell, the cast of Saved by the Bell was right here. No, uh, Dustin so, Diamond, Lark Voorhees. I think I think Dan was saying something about Saved by the Bell. What were we talking? Oh yeah, about? sorry. The entire plot of this film <laughs> is that a guy Saved by the Bell uh, actually kills Vegas. a bunch of people, and then he wants to kill himself and donate his organs to make up for it. He wants to well, balance, balance the sheet. Yeah. If you can't uh, deal with the regret. Listener at home, how long do you think that that story uh, would take to tell? Hmm? If I, okay, Two hours, ten minutes. Ten, ten minutes? I'm guessing that 15? the audience at home probably is saying 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. You could maybe do I a... I just told it in that amount of time. You could do a Verizon ad that explains I mean, the more, story. but that was because you interrupted it with the Saved by the Bell stuff. That was the best material I think we've had in the episode <laughs> so far. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how how long did it take? About an hour and fifty minutes. It was a two hour film. It wasn't completely two hours. I think it was. It was. It was. It I was, was looking at the counter. The well, movie. So you do have glasses, uh, and I don't. Well, so clearly, it's a two hundred. Is, <laughs> uh, is my area of expertise. You have plus two division. Yes, it's a one hundred and twenty-five <laughs> minute film. So really, uh, there's no way it was. I think that's counting credits. Well, yeah, yeah it's no counting shit. credits. Okay, but still. Nadoy. Well, philosophers are going to argue this point for generations. Let's just leave it at that. The exact length of seven pounds. But yeah, every I think, I think the movie was seven pounds. How many? <laughs> how long will seven pounds dance on the head of a pin? That's what they'll say. Yeah, that is what they say when they're quoting you. <laughs> but yeah, every when shot... I'm famous in the future, Elliot. <laughs> every when when somehow after the bomb, society has come to worship you mm-hmm. in the recordings that's been all that survived of the. Before the Great Reckoning yeah. was uh, your your blog and these podcasts. Well, like, these aphorisms don't make any sense, but and they worship Dan McCoy, the man with the voice, and and hate Stuart and Elliot, who bedeviled Dan <laughs> in his work as Lord. Yeah, yeah, understandably, <sighs> I can dream. <laughs> but yeah, every this. The movie, every shot in the movie was like five times longer than it needed to be. Every scene was much too long. It was like the director told the actors, like, listen, 
if there is too long for what there might be people who for what they're getting across like if, if there might be people in to the audience to tell a story or to, to make in, a movie a long movie to increase to make the audience interested in what was going on well, in every shot was, it was like it was like he was saying to the actors people in the audience might be coughing so we need to have enough space between your words so that they can cough, not miss any of the dialogue. We want people to be able to get up, go take a leisurely <laughs> stroll to the bathroom, take a pee, pick up some popcorn, <laughs> squirt some butter on that shit. Maybe they want to check their not, email. Yeah, and not, know, miss, not miss the end Call of the their grandma. You See, know. I thought that maybe it was like a directorial choice where like every shot is like the end of the, uh, the graduate. Where Mike Nichols was like, "I'm just gonna let this camera roll and just like let their faces relax." Or the end like of uh, the Michael end of Michael Clayton, Clayton yeah, yeah. But uh, which I've heard. Did I talk to you guys about this? I don't remember who I heard it from. That when they were shooting that, that there were guys because they were in a car driving through New York. That the cars next next to that would be like, "Hey, George Clooney, hey!" <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And he just had to ignore it and stare into the camera. Oh man, that would have been awesome. <laughs> That's how. You, that's that. That's how. That, that's, I actor. hope that's on the uh, behind the scenes on the Blu-ray disc. I hope. Yeah, the, the camera turning every now and then and show, seeing people honking their hey, horns. Hey, Judgey, Judgey boy, <laughs> Leatherheads, <laughs> <laughs> the Peacemaker. Good night. Good luck. Good night. Good luck. I love it. Good night. Good luck. Good stuff. Three yep. kings. Guys shouting at him from uh, from different cars would probably be shouting about good night. Good luck. <laughs> Guys, Syriana, amazing! It really guys, brought, brought the past to life. Guys shouting at him from uh, 1940s films. Good eye, good luck. So he said, it sounded like Andy Cap. <laughs> Wait, well, Andy Flo? Cap has a voice? Come on, it's so vividly written that you can hear his voice <laughs> in your head when you read it. But so this movie was very long and boring. Yeah, it was yeah. super long and boring. Rosario Dawson was in it. And That's she looked true. haggard. She looked very sickly, but well, she, she was, was playing. To be sick. She was playing a woman with yeah, a serious heart Yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm not saying that like, hey, Rosario Dawson, go eat a sandwich or something. But no, she should. She looked very scary. Well, she should have in the movie. Like, I don't know how she looks right now. She's not like here or anything. From what I've seen, looks pretty good. Not, not bad. Not bad. Okay. Um. So yeah, I guess Rosario Dawson was in the movie. Mm-hmm. What was Barry Pepper supposed to be doing? He's for like him? Will Smith's best friend, who I guess is his accomplice in finding people or yeah. or, cont- he, or he's the executor of the estate yeah probably I guess, I that probably, he handles that sounds like distribution <laughs> that sounds like a, for like, smith co that sounds Will like smith's company is executor of the estate <laughs> sounds like a terrible pepper. sitcom <laughs> yeah where he's like, like sad you know, trying yeah. to deal with this guy's estate all the time i got this this week on executor of the state <laughs> all these clowns died at once and i've got to figure out their wills that's tonight on Executive That end, Debbie has a new boyfriend. Sproing? <laughs> That's tonight at 8.30. That's Sproing. Sproing is the show that follows. After an all-new Golden Girls. I don't know Sproing. <laughs> all-new? <laughs> B. Arthur just died, dude. That's impossible. It's, it's Golden Girls, the, the, next the college years. <laughs> it's a free... It's, a pro, it's, it's Golden Girls 2010, it's the, they're all going to Space <laughs> University. <laughs> It's set in the nineteen twenties in college. But it's just like Galaxy also, High. Yeah, they had to go to Galaxy High. It's just like Laverne and Shirley in space when they had a talking dog alien sidekick. Oh, oh man. wow, seven pounds, huh? <laughs> seven. We ne- and I get we ne- we'll have to look up on Wikipedia why it was called seven pounds. Maybe that's how much his heart weighed. That might be it, or like how much his organs he gave his put heart together. To were. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, which was very Both romantic, literally, and I think figuratively. No, yeah. oh, but, symbolism. No. 
I think figuratively before literally. I don't know. I mean, they just did it once. Yeah. You don't have to love somebody to <laughs> fuck them. No, but they let's see, were crying and they were like singing songs to each other. And she was just like, hold me, do it slow. Yeah, make it last all night. Yeah, just, just I want to feel yeah. you bust inside me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. They said that in the movie, right? Very romantic. You're a, yeah. you're a sweet talker. Let me take off all your clothes and hook the phone so nobody it. knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make love to you like you want me to, and I'll hold you tight, baby, all through the night. Yeah, ladies. Yeah, that's... Check out this guy. I can, I can, I know snatches of any of all sorts of sno- songs. You know, so you almost said snog. I did, I did. Yeah, I'm somehow drunk on seven pounds. Yeah, understandably. So, the sheer, the yeah, sheer joy right. I got Man, from seeing you two. a good movie. The joy I got from seeing you two not enjoy this movie was priceless. I got up and yeah. paced a fair amount. <laughs> Elliot was the one who suggested that we watch this one. And I've suggested a couple movies in the past that I was disappointed in our ability to uh, verbalize why we didn't like them. But this one, I think, it was just, just seeing how much you guys didn't like it. I didn't like it either. You but know, just seeing you know your, your physical revulsion was fun for me. The story I want to see is me. the story of the fucking guy who runs the motel who was like, Hey, you're not supposed to bring that fucking dog in here. You're <laughs> you can't bring a jellyfish in. You can't bring a fucking jellyfish sure, in not, here. And you're then, not like, saying it in like, a borderline racist Mexican accent. As the like character, the character did. did. I'm, 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 uh, I actually am legally not allowed to do my racist <laughs> Mexican accent anymore. But I'm, So the cops go up to him. They're like, hey, buddy, what the fuck? This dude killed himself with a jellyfish. And the guy's like, oh, my God. Regrets. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me check the newspaper. Okay, this guy... He lost his arm. This guy needs eyeballs. Boom! Killed myself. This guy can have my arm, and this guy has. And my so you're eyeballs. saying it's a pay it forward type thing? Yeah, it's everyone like it's, keeps killing themselves to give away their organs. Absolutely, it's until nobody's left. <laughs> wow! I, I, feel, I feel like the last guy would probably not. <laughs> no, he'd be a huge monster like made first, out of other people's <laughs> organs. At first, it's heartwarming, and it gets more and more horrifying. The, it was never heartwarming. It. Yeah, like it's like a, it's like a horrifying Ponzi scheme. Yep. But a backwards Ponzi scheme. <laughs> That's the movie I want to see. Is this this terrible sad movie. All the all the pain that You Will saw Smith it. Created. It was called 7 pounds. <laughs> no, that was that movie was really good, right guys? <laughs> well, let's talk about whether it was good or Everything not. Everything in the movie was shot in golden time. Like it's not Yeah, know. and you know what? I I hate to sound like a classist, but uh, <laughs> any movie that opens with <laughs> Any movie that opens I can't with, wait to hear that where the sentence is going. <laughs> any movie that opens with like a really rich, clearly like you know, clearly fit guy, attractive guy. I don't really care if he hits hard times. Hmm. Oh, I thought it was going to be like I don't want to sound like a classist, but why was he helping those poor people? <laughs> no, I'm saying, they're not working hard I don't, enough. I don't care that much when rich people have trouble. No, no, of course it's not. It's it's hard. Well, the I, Hollywood movies seem to think that. You're gonna feel worse for a guy who had it all and then lost it than for a guy who never had it. Yeah, and it's not like it's you're always like, gonna feel. You're always gonna wanna be more sympathetic to a guy who was never happy than a guy who would like. I'm rich. I got a beautiful wife. This is great. Ah, now it's gone. Oh, I oh. accidentally killed my wife and and other people by driving while using my BlackBerry. Yeah, which is stupid. On on dead man's curve. Yeah. In the middle <laughs> of the night when it was raining. Yeah, like what the fuck, like. Uh, I guess they didn't teach him how to drive at MIT. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, come on! Like he, he went to MIT. Yeah, I mean, but they for make the a listener point at home. Yeah, like, it's I, I don't care. Well, they about talk it. about MIT as if it's 
I mean, I guess it, it's a really they, it's a great school for smart people. But but they throw that out there like hey, <laughs> like, you're like, hey audience, it's a great school for smart people. No, no, but it's not like they, we're not. We're, I feel like we're not living in an in an age where it's like you went to MIT. Fuck, you could write your ticket to anywhere in the world. But that's that's MIT. What it's like. They it's only like take you're going like to the two. Jedi they only take like two students a year, and those students have super brains. Like it's she's just amazingly those students impressed. are baby geniuses. <laughs> They take them at age four and teach them to be philosopher kings so that they can rig our elections and run our republic. Wow. This just this podcast just turned into like paranoid ramblings. Well that was I mean, that's but straight that, from yeah, Plato. No, I totally straight agree with from you. Plato. It's, it, it's they threw that in there exclusively <laughs> to they be beam like beam things into my brain from their moon base. <laughs> But they threw it. In, they threw it in to make him even that much more perfect and for people before to be the like, fall. Hey guys, he is really smart. But it yeah. felt like when that's like when somebody's like, "Hey, this character wrote the most important book of our century." You're thinking of Lady in the Water specifically, <laughs> for instance, <laughs> or like this guy is the funniest comedian in the universe. Yeah, aliens actually send in fan mail, like that kind of bullshit. Any any movie where they tell you how great the main character is, but they give you no reason to think he's that great. Yeah. Because he's clearly not that smart because he fucking uh, killed himself because he accidentally killed some people. Well, he also thinks the best way to test someone's nobility is to call them up on the phone and harass them at work. And the smartest way to kill himself and not fuck up the organs is have a fucking jellyfish kill him, which somebody's <laughs> going to fucking write me an email that's like, actually, jellyfish poison dissipates after the human body dies. I don't know why they'd write that to you. You didn't write this movie. <laughs> well, They should write it to the writer of Seven Pounds. No, but it's me complaining that clearly, like, that, that heart he just gave her... Is fucking stuffed full of jellyfish poison at this point. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It would I, yeah. hit the bloodstream and go right into his heart, and then she's toast. I mean, I guess it, it would ruin the supposed surprise of this film that that everyone predicts halfway through it. But uh, well, that's the, oh, it's but it. so I feel saying. like there should be something in there where he's like, hmm, what's the least harmful way to kill someone? Yeah, uh, jellyfish. Like, it would make more sense than if he was just obsessed with jellyfish since he was a kid. Because it's just such a weird oddball way to kill himself and nothing else in the film is oddball at all it's all like if he was like a, a paul dano character it would make yeah. more sense for him to choose such a crazy way anyway speaking of could guess where the movie was going halfway through uh if i could speak for a minute about um a.o scott the new york times uh movie reviewer who in his review for seven pounds talked about it as if he could not fathom what the fi- what was going on in the film he couldn't comprehend it which seemed like I'm in the beginning we were like what's going on but then it became pretty clear at a certain point yeah that's like the first like 15 minutes so i guess so. what i'm saying is i don't know how old a.o scott is but he's an old man with dementia and he should no longer be writing film reviews whoa this is also wow. man his review for shoot 'em up was like this grim un like ill-humored thing you know like at one point someone actually said you know I'm, I'm paraphrasing but he like didn't get that it was a joke so he's like at, at some point he actually says what's up doc like not catching the parallel between Shoot 'em Up and a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Anyway, that's my anti New York Times film review rant of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's after Crazy Tune in tomorrow. Paranoid Rant. Yeah. The Crazy Paranoid Rant was not real. That I didn't believe in. Uh, or do I? You, you're deluding yourself. Flophouse fans, write in, weigh in on this subject. Am the I Crazy Paranoid? Podcast at gmail.com. Is that's, Elliot crazy? That's that's another <laughs> another vague contest from the floppers. <laughs> <laughs> no rules, no prizes. <laughs> okay, so what's next, dude? Let's I'm make our final judgments on this film. Final judgments. <laughs> so is this a movie 
that was a good bad movie, a bad bad movie, or a movie that you actually liked in some way. Elliot, go. Bad bad movie, but I but I did like in some way, and by which I mean liked completely. Seeing you guys not enjoy it. Okay, wait, Dan, can you tell me those categories again? Good, bad, no. <laughs> movie you kind of like? No. Bad, bad. Yes, it was a bad, bad movie. It was movie. a terrible movie. It was fucking really long and boring. It's a, it's a, this is the yeah. kind of, I'll let you vote in a second, Dan. But this and I'm a, not even going to talk about say, how, how crazy the fucking like, morality of this movie is. Yeah, but it's a, it's, it's a kind of movie where you can't believe that at no stage during the production of it, people were like, wait, what? Wait, we're making this. I just realized this movie is shit. Like, why are we making this? You know. Yeah. Anyway, Dan, what did you think? Did you like it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> As Stuart might say, big fucking surprise. Uh, uh, bad, bad. Uh, it's just long, <laughs> slow. Uh, it's not wacky in any way other than the jellyfish. Yeah. And even that, they they de-whack as much as possible. Until yeah. the they, end. There could have been him farting while in the bath <laughs> as he dies. Like... I don't know how that really helps it. That would have been a little wacky. What about like a cartoon rabbit that chases after him? Please, don't kill yourself. Yeah, like a sidekick. <laughs> or a wisecracking uh, cartoon uh, I, I want, taxi cab, maybe? I, I wanted to know what... Uh, meep, meep. Give you a lift, buddy. Ooga. I wanted to know what that Great Dane was thinking through a lot of the movie. That was the most charismatic character in the whole yeah. film, oh, was God. the dog. Let's move on. Wait, not Barry Pepper? Barry, everyone in the movie looked haggard and tired and old and underfed. Barry, yeah, Barry Pepper looked rough. Yeah, he looked very rough. Considering he, he looked healthier in Battlefield Earth when he's living in the future when Cyclos <laughs> have enslaved the human rat animals or whatever. What are they, I forgot what they call them. Is Barry Pepper in Paparazzi? I never saw Paparazzi. Is that the Was one? Was he with... the main character? Are you asking, or is he in the? He's movie not the Paparazzi main character. Is he in it? I don't think Paparazzi so. Paparazzi is, okay. uh, what's his name, Cole, Cole Hauser? Cole Hauser yeah. as, okay. like, Duke he... McLean or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> Bo Laramie is the character's name. <laughs> speaking Laramie, of... Uh, rip slab chest. Speaking of bad movies, that is a great bad movie. If you're looking for a bad yeah, movie, that's that hilarious. Don't watch Seven Pounds. Yeah, watch Paparazzi. I don't think I've seen Paparazzi. Uh, we'll talk about that. Oh, fantastic. I just know Cole Hauser's in it. Yeah, as good as a film uh, directed by Mel Gibson's hairdresser, <laughs> uh, you would think it would be. So let's uh, talk about movies that we actually saw recently and enjoyed. I don't know I'm just so haunted by Seven Pounds, I can't get it out of my mind. Yeah, um, I'll go first. Uh, I actually watched this a little while ago. Um, it's on uh, the Netflix uh, Watch Instantly, so you guys pull open your web browser. <laughs> Go over to your instant queue and get ready to queue up the movie. Tell no one. It's a uh, it's a French. <laughs> Wait, are we supposed to tell no one about the no, movie? No, the movie's that titled Tell oh, No One. How are we it, supposed to know what the title is if you won't tell us? <laughs> okay, guys. Joke time's over. <laughs> the movie title is Tell No One. And uh, it's a French thriller about a guy. I love joke time. Uh, well, uh, well, there's a time and place. So Yeah, joke time. <laughs> this French guy, right? He his wife gets his wife gets killed, and then eight years later, Jacques Sacre Bleu. Exactly. Uh, he gets an email from her. Zot allures. Exactly. Like, what would you do? And well, that's what that the movie answers. Those oh, questions. so Mark Summers hosts it. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's really good. So totally check it out. Just pick uh, 
Tell no one, drag it over into your cue box and release, <laughs> click, and Why does good. It sound now dirty you're just when watching. Stuart says it. Uh, just so Elliot, just drag Elliot, and click like it, thrust else. it into your view box. Yeah, Elliot looks like uh, you're you've watched a lot of movies lately. I have. Um, so, what do you want to recommend? Uh, I haven't seen too much lately that I really loved. Um, Star, Trek? Star Trek, I haven't seen yet. Uh, but X-Men Origins Wolverine saga? that that I didn't see. Probably not going to see it until it, we watch it for the Flophouse. Uh, I think uh, did I? I don't know. Remember if I recommended Real Life. And no. in this podcast yet? I, don't, I yes. I don't Did remember. I? Wait, no. You you recommended a modern romance. Okay. Not real life. Well, I saw it real life for the first time about a month ago. I guess I'd never seen it because I'm filling in the holes in my Albert Brooks good era films, mm-hmm. and uh, that was very funny. And I recommended it. The ending is kind of a kind of it kind of falls flat at the end, but there are a lot of very funny scenes with uh, Albert Brooks and uh, Charles Grodin. Albert Brooks playing himself as a documentary filmmaker making a movie about an average American family uh, and basically destroying their lives. And it's a loose parody of the American Family TV miniseries that was on PBS in the 70s uh, in which they like just kind of stuck around a family and it just happened to coincide with that family falling apart at the seams. Uh, the son coming out of the closet to the family's consternation, the husband and wife divorcing. So the, and uh, the fact that they were being filmed for television made everything worse. So real life is a joke version of that, and it was very funny. Excellent. I recommend it. So um, I haven't watched that much recently. I, uh, I was watching Marx Brothers movies lately, or uh, the last they, week. Do they have a new one out? Yeah. Oh my god, so prolific! The Judd Apatow of 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 now, yeah. I guess now. I guess I that guess that would be Judd Apatow. Right now. Yeah. Anyway, um, I watched At the Circus, which is not as good as I remembered. So I'm not recommending At the Circus. If you if like me, you watched At the Circus <laughs> as a child and thought, oh, this is a pretty good Marx Brothers movie, and then wanted to revisit it as an adult, do not do that. You'll be disappointed. Hmm. Or just fast forward to the scene where they're in a uh, midget's house, and it's a small house, and they're ducking over the whole time, and uh, there's some shenanigans with cigars. Uh, instead, I recommend the lesser Marx Brothers film, Monkey Business. Okay. A lot of, uh, you know, I, f- I figure if you're a Marx Brothers fan, you... You've watched Duck Soup, you've watched Night at the Opera, you've watched Animal Crackers. Wait, Dario Argento's opera? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Dario Argento's The Marx Brothers is a Night at the Opera. Dario Argento's Dario Marx Brothers Bond. movie in which uh, the plot makes no sense and Chico gets his throat cut. <laughs> and there's a lot of bold colors. And people think it's great because it's not in English. But, uh, Unless you watch the dubbed version, which is in English. But Monkey Business is good, it. and it's 77 minutes long. So if you want uh, to watch something that's short and funny. Seven like pounds. 11, 11 seven pounds. Yeah. Uh, I recommend Monkey Business. Seven pounds. So uh, that was so why do you think for seven pounds. <laughs> so seven pounds is the hit of the year. <laughs> so it's, that's like... Uh, it's amazing that this slow, uh, depressing... Com- uh, confusing movie never wasn't, wasn't a big hit. Seven yeah, months. you'd think. Like, I mean, it's got a big star. Will Smith, Barry one Pepper. of the biggest. <laughs> okay, well, Barry Pepper is liked by people. 
But yeah, you were saying something about Will Smith. Will Smith, he's one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah, he was in that Hancock movie. Yeah, that, among other things. That was his most recent blockbuster. Um, he was probably in some other stuff, right? He was on that show, The Fresh Prince. Yeah, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, I mean, he's a popular guy. <laughs> he hasn't really done too much in between. Yeah. Fresh so, Prince and Hancock. I think uh, I think Will Smith just got suckered in by the original script of this film. Uh, which, which was what, an action which thriller? Which named 112 Ounces, and he <laughs> just really liked it. It makes more sense. Maybe, should, oh. now I have no idea. It's just like, there's, I don't <laughs> see any reason out. why, it just doesn't make sense why he'd want to make this movie, or anyone would want to watch it. Although, here's one reason to watch it, to watch your friends it, not enjoying it even yeah. more than you do. <laughs> why don't you, uh, out there in listener land, why don't you call up your friends and be like, hey, I got a great movie to show you guys. This is going to be so You're going to love it. We're going to have a great hear, movie night. We're going to pop up some popcorn, have some beers. Will Smith's in it. Wow. It's probably like Bad Boys 3. I hear it's really campy. And then <laughs> and then excuse yourself to go to the restroom and go hide behind your one-way mirror. Two-way mirror. And watch yeah, one-way one way would yeah. be weird. <laughs> go behind your one-way mirror and just stare at the backing because you can't see through it. And just imagine what it's like in that room with them not enjoying themselves. Listening, oh. occasionally giggling to yourself, then and go, rubbing your hands together. Yeah, like a scheming miser in a different story. Understand is it, then go over to your portrait with the cutout eyes <laughs> and look from side to side so the audience at home can tell you're looking through the portrait. Occasionally accidentally knocking over a beer bottle. Yeah. Well, no, in this scenario, you, you have some sort of uh, phobia or mental problem that causes you to hide behind the mirror because that's the only place you feel comfortable. Well, you think safe. you're in Mirrorland at that yeah. point with like Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland, yeah. <sighs> oh, seven pounds. Seven pounds. It was like seven pounds of crap in a two-pound bag. Yep. I even don't even know what that would look like. <laughs> I, it would be well, a, like most bags are <laughs> way less than the stuff they're carrying. Right? I imagine be this bag is made out of like Kevlar, so yeah, it's, it's bursting it's heavy. In the seams with. with <laughs> Or like a bag that's designed to carry only two pounds of crap. Well, that's usually what the saying means, yeah. I guess, wait, usually? Like, when do you hear that saying? (laughs) All the time. Come on. Check your brain at the door, man. (laughs) Don't use the check your brain at the door excuse. So, uh, anything else? Do we have any letters from readers? Uh, No, we don't. We don't. Seven pounds has been so crappy that uh, we're talking for less time than usual, so we should just sign off. Listeners, send us some letters. Tell us what you think. What's that address again? Uh, Berate uh, Elliot for not letting us watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua for the fourth week. We can watch it next time. <laughs> the Flophouse Podcast. Why, why do you want to watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua so badly? At gmail.com. Uh, I just want to see what's going on with that Chihuahua. <laughs> I bet he gets into adventures. Scrapes. And and dog-based comedies are always funny. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> Beethoven, not. Beethoven, Beethoven second. All the comic, that shit. The comic Marmaduke. Yeah, duh. Benji the Hunted. <laughs> the Gri- what was the Oh Heavenly Dog? What was that Journey All dogs movie? Go to Heaven. The one Milo Alto. Milo and Otis. Uh All these things. Fox and the Hound. Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg's Girls Gone Wild. Yep. You're right. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh, Man Bites Dog. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious film. Dogville. Uh, straw dogs. <laughs> Those old shorts where it was uh, the do- they would dress dogs up in, in costumes and have them pretend to do scenes from movies. Hilarious. Okay. What, William Wegman's work. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't movies. Those are still photos. <laughs> okay. So um, yeah. Well, I've been Stuart. Wegman. My life as a dog. I've been Dan McCoy. 
I'm Ellie Kalen. Good and, night. And remain so. Ellie Kalen. Good night. <sighs> you want to know something interesting, guys? This happened today at work. Uh, a guy brought in two uh, pasta bread bowls from Domino's. Oh, man. <laughs> so we could dry them. And uh, <laughs> one of the dogs in the audience sniffed around it and walked away. <laughs> Did not recognize the pasta bread bowl as a f- source of food. And, it was, and every time the dog would approach it, we'd be like, ah, and then she'd just turn her head and walk away. <laughs> awesome. Why was there a dog in the audience? No, in the office. Oh, why was there a dog in the <laughs> yeah, office? We have like audience we have. Here. Oh, sorry. We have. I might have said audience. Right is, uh, is it a staff writer? Yes. Yeah. No, we have two. <laughs> like, or three. let's get let's get a dog's opinion on this joke. <laughs> we need a perspective only a dog can provide. <laughs> we have no female writers, but we do have two dogs. Paw print. Paw print. Paw print. <laughs> you done it again. <laughs> <laughs>